a card-carrying misfit. And I'm here for the other misfits in the room, because I'm never the only one. What's up, Ning? Man, sometimes I feel like we are the only misfits in the room. <laughs> no, like, I feel like I feel like we're not, but so many people are trying to be so fucking normal girl. and just trying to fit in based off what they see on fucking social media that they can't be free. That's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, y'all know I get on my soapbox. There is no normal, but for some reason, you motherfuckers constantly try to go towards it. Right. Just be free and be out here. Riding around getting bitches. Um, oh, that, that's what they need to do. Okay. <laughs> they need to do. Welcome to another episode of Bad Chick Misfit the Podcast. I am Shatara Shade. I am Jill Ville. What up, though? Gang shit all day by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was just legit. throwing up gang signs and I have no idea what they mean. So. Wait, no. So. Are I we took, Crips or uh, Bloods? We thought last. We, are we, we're Crips. Okay, we're Crips. I couldn't remember what yeah. we decided last time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I I gotta be a Crip because I gotta be a Crip. That's all. Right. That's all y'all I need think to know. I want to be a Blood because you the Blood is the one where you can't say the stuff with C's, right? That'd be kind of fun. You say about. Yes, yeah. that's what I think I want to be. Okay, I'll be a Blood. You could be a Crip. That's okay. okay. So and then we'll bring them together because uh, we're friends. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. We'll have our rags on. So I took RJ to Chuck E. Cheese for Halloween because it was like so cold in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And he took a picture with Chucky. And Chucky was like throwing up like some, you know how they do like the gnarly dude, like that little hand signal. And RJ, like I looked on the picture and RJ was like doing it too. I'm like, this motherfucking ghetto mouse got my baby doing gang signs oh chucky girl wait i'm just shows you i ain't got no keys because i was like chucky like chucky like the dow small chucky thing and i was like i wonder why chucky was at chucky cheese not thinking that this damn mouse name is chucky <laughs> my bad oh and i gave it a whole little redo i yeah. heard i heard it's an upgrade now they ain't even got the little things on stage doing the little robot and shit no more that used to be popping kids will never know they'll never fully understand why you used to go to Chuck E. Cheese and come home and have fucking nightmares from them weird looking ass things? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. I And it's crazy because the thing is like in the costume. I'm not. I do not fuck with like costumed things. Like, I guess I'm a little bit more comfortable with like Chuck E. Cheese because I've been there more. But I, I really don't mess around. What do you mean you don't fuck with costume things? Like what? You straight? I don't like them. I don't like them. <laughs> Next year, I think when we go on my vacation for my birthday, I'm going to make you go to a haunted house. I think that'd be pretty entertaining for me. Oh, I ain't going. I'm being a <laughs> I'm going to trick your ass. <laughs> Bruh, like, mm-mm. and I'm willing to like, because like usually when we do trips, we pay for like everything up front or whatever. I pay. Mm-mm. <laughs> I pay to make everybody else shit cheaper. But nope, I ain't going. I'm dragging you in there. Mm-mm. What do you mean? afraid you're in a you pushed out a baby bro i feel like Mm-mm. if you didn't have a baby in this world you can't be scared of shit like your puss like literally opened up and something came out of it and then it went back right. motherfucker like there's no way that you should be afraid of anything in the world the funny thing is for me right. to be an october baby i love it and i love halloween but i'm not terrified of it we went one year for um I think it was Six Flags. We went to Fry Fest yes. and that shit was horrible. Yes, that shit I, was. Mm-mm. We went to the haunted house and I just remember little bitty Ejen 
and Pam like screaming the entire time. And I'm trying to like walk us through and they are literally pulling me back. I'm like, look, he's right here. He going to jump out and scare you. This person going to jump out. Like once you get used to it, it's just not scary. Maybe because I'm a thug. And where was I at? Outside. Eating turkey legs. <laughs> That's what the you're fucking. That's what I was fucking doing. Fucking pussy, bro. Fucking pussy. Um. Yep. But I love Chris. I can't wait. I, I think I'm putting my tree up this weekend. I can't wait. I love Christmas. And the funny thing is, like, I don't love Christmas like that. Like Thanksgiving is hands down. My favorite holidays is New Year's and Fourth of July. That's that's one and two. Three would definitely be Halloween. Four would be Thanksgiving. Um. Five, if Christmas like falls on a weekend, then I get like. A couple of days off, then I like Christmas. But other than that, like, no, nothing. Yeah, like see, I, I love my it. My favorite holiday is my birthday. Okay, I'm with you on that. Fourth of July, second. Mm-hmm. Christmas is third. Thanksgiving four, and Halloween is five. Only because I like, like, I like, um, I like when people dress up. Like, I like seeing other people costume. But you don't want nobody you in no know. costume, do you? <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Take that little cartoon head off. I don't trust it. It's creepy. It's weird. Ah, see, we learn something about each other every day. And we learn how to terrorize each other. Yep, every I hate day. <laughs> So, anyway, um, merchandise for the first month of the podcast did really well. If you have not already grabbed your Misfit merch, make sure you shop at www.badchickmisfitpodcast.com. We have mugs. We have hoodies. We have crop tops. We have t-shirts. We have beanies. We have dad hats. Um, we have some other shit. So, make sure you go on there and shop. Everybody else, I believe all of your orders have all shipped and have possibly been b- delivered. So, Misfit, step your game up and um get more merchandise out there two cool things i have to say two people that bought um one person bought a shirt and another person bought a hat and they drew listeners from that one person said they was out at a juice bar and somebody was like hey what's that podcast you're talking about and they went ahead and listened to it and i was able to see it on soundcloud so i thought that was pretty dope um and another girl she they saw her hat and she was able to introduce them to the website and the youtube so good looking out Keep promoting. We love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Get your Misfit merch. Next, make sure you sign up for the Patreon. Remember, www.patreon.com. Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. Um, I'm getting back to it. Next week, we have a finance show. And that finance show, um, she's going to break down a couple of different things. And then I'm going to come behind her and kind of get my spin and get y'all my top 10 finance books. Uh, Jill, what are you going to do for the Patreon this month? Do you know? I just put you on the spot. Um, We're going to make another drink. Um, and then y'all went crazy over that drink you fucking alcoholics like we literally have been invited to shit because people have been like can Jill make that drink for us and I'm like yeah if you want to be fucked up but um so Jill coming with another drink a Thanksgiving drink or Christmas drink yeah we're gonna do it like I'm gonna do it like a holiday drink it's a drink that um I kind of made up it was it's a non-alcoholic drink that I liked and I was like ooh I got these ingredients at work and so and probably yeah. like, it tastes better with some liquor so who knows what the hell we gonna right. do <laughs> okay so look out for that um on the Patreon another thing about the Patreon one of my favorite patrons is my cousin Shonda Bing she gonna scream when she catch up with this but she is a couponder I want y'all to know that. So if you can find her, her name is Shonda Bean, find her on my Facebook and find her through my Instagram. And she sells coupon bundles for the low. And she has a lot of good, amazing shit. So go shout with my cousin. Um, she's a coupon, crazy coupon lady and she can get you the stuff for the low low. So check her out. Um, and she like official. I seen her at Target. She was 
You're doing the thing. Getting 75 things for 75 cents. She, yeah, all of that good shit. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get into our game. This game is taking you like a <laughs> quiz. It's not necessarily directly a game, but it's going to be a quiz. You ready? Let's go. Hey. All right. So this quiz <laughs> comes from um, an Afro-American young lady. It's from regalrealness.com. And she wants to say, oh, she's the quiz is on what is your confidence type? Now, I'm doing this quiz because I want you guys to think about this. I think a lot of times um, we want to say we're confident just because we want to avoid any type of scrutiny. But I just want you to think about mm -hmm. these things that are being asked um, in this quiz. So first, Jill, question. Yep. How do you handle doubt, fear, and challenges? A, I let fear and worry hold me back from moving forward. B, I try to avoid negativity in my life and mine, but it doesn't always work. C, I overcome fear and doubt quickly and move forward with ease. Um, I'll say B. You um, try to avoid negativity in your life and mine, but it doesn't always work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two. How much do you believe in yourself? I believe I'm worthy. I'm sorry. A, I believe I'm worthy, but not always convinced that I really, that I really, I'm really all that. This is some nigga page. Um, I believe, B, I believe I am all of that in a bag of chips, possibly flaming hot Cheetos. Um, C, I believe mm. I'm not good enough and like, and I, and wait, I believe I'm not good enough and like I'm lacking often and feel like I'm lacking often. I think that's what it's supposed to say. I think I'm all that in the bag of chips. So fight my Cheetos? Mm-hmm. The party size. Okay. How often do you make me time a priority in your life? A, I get time for myself sometimes, but it's hard to squeeze it in. B, I rarely make time for myself. C, I regularly have me time built into my schedule. Um, I'll say A. I haven't been doing such a great job. Okay. Where do you find your happiness? A, I usually depend on outside forces for my happiness and pleasure, i.e. food, relationships, etc. B, I look inside myself to make me happy. C, I look outside myself for happiness sometimes. Wait, say the question again. Where do you find your happiness? Oh, it's food. <laughs> okay, food relationships, etc. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How often like, and I mean like friendships, like relationships. Like I don't want it to be confusing. Well, and yeah, you can't just depend on, you know, you can't depend on your friends. You can't really depend on other people to make you happy. But I will say, like, you know, my friends, they make me happy and we encourage each other and, you know, inspire each other too. So yeah. How often do you compare yourself to others? A, I often compare myself to others. B, sometimes I find myself comparing myself to others. C, I admire others, but rarely do I compare myself to them. I think B, only like when it comes to like being a mother, like as far as like other points of my life outside of being a mom, I don't give a fuck. But like, yeah, <laughs> just because this is kind of something, <laughs> I don't wouldn't know what, and I live by what you eat don't make me shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, but 
this mom thing is kind of new to me. So I find myself comparing like, well, damn, her son potty trained her. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it gets real easy to fall into that. So, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Number six. How comfortable are you speaking up? A, I am scared to speak up most of the time. B, I speak my mind whenever I so please. You know, that was my answer. C, I only speak up when I am totally comfortable. <laughs> I'm B. Hey, this is bullshit. Hey, uh, flag on the play. <laughs> I'll be like, I got something to say. Like, hey, uh, y'all, this is bullshit. Uh, let's fix it. Hello. Shit. Um, how often do you practice forgiveness? A, forgiveness is hard for me, so I don't practice it often. <laughs> B, I practice forgiveness sometimes, but I'm not always convinced that it works. C, I practice forgiveness on myself and others regularly because I don't want it to hold me back. I'm B. And I want to say something. I made a post about being cordial isn't being fake, it's being mature. When I tell you I learned so much about my friends on Facebook. I I saw you write that and I was like, I completely disagree. So. I'm like, you niggas is petty. I am. Like, <laughs> I am. I didn't even write nothing on the post, but I saw that I was like, no, I, I can't. <laughs> like, Sorry. Like, I can't. Because even if I'm just like, my thing is like, I can exist in the same space as you and not talk to you. But like, the cordial, like, small talk is what I can't do. Because mm, I just, yeah, and, you know, I declare and war. And that's what I say. Like, not war, but I let you know, like, you're a no for me. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, I was like, look was at you being like very, that. very mature. I'm like, y'all so petty. was like, nah, I'm good. Yep. No thanks. I'm I was like, like it's a no for me. I saw that. I was like, look at her being mature today. Next, kept strolling like, nope, because she ain't talking to me. Not me. I'm ready to get the fuck okay. ASAP. <laughs> what I tell you? <laughs> I love <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm sorry i'm sorry i, I don't i don't want that to happen all right how do you feel about your appearance and body a most days i'm really not feeling myself i would look better if i lost weight or changed something c b <laughs> oh, so i'm sorry b uh i i'm feeling myself i love my body flaws and all c i like my appearance and my body most of the time whatever I think I'm a fat tub of lard. Whatever that answer is. Oh, right. <laughs> like, right. Well, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, what type of romantic <laughs> relationships do you attract into your life? If single, answer based off past. I attract slash have, I'm sorry, this is A. I attract slash have a decent man in my life. Things could be better though. B, I attract slash have a good man in my life who honors, cherish, and values me. Can I attract that nigga? Can somebody honor, cherish, and value me? Because I'm sick of you niggas. I'm sorry. But C, um, I attract different men, but all seem like they have the same issues. I can't seem to get away from that type. That's me right now because you motherfuckers ain't shit. <laughs> so A, B, or C? Um... Read B again. B is I have a good man in my life who honors and cherishes. Oh yeah, no, that's not it. Um, A was I have a decent man in my life. Things could be better though. C. Okay, that was my answer. I was like, you niggas ain't shit. Um, I think this is the last question. Overall, 
Um, how do you feel about your life? A, I often feel like I need to get myself together. B, I have my life together. I am happy where I am right now. C, I feel like I have my life together, but still want to do better. I think C. Okay. I like, I, I like C a lot because it, it's exactly how I feel. Okay. It's calculating who you are. Huh. We got the same thing. This is funny. Um, at each stage in the woman's life, she changes, she evolves, and sometimes she stays stuck. It's normal to move in and out of certain levels, but there is one level of confidence you should predominantly operate. Find out which one you are below. You are confident but not convinced type. You're confident but not not convinced that you are worthy and deserving of everything or even realize you are just enough. That's how she felt. Mm. So... Which is, I mean, knowing you and I both, I feel like, I feel like I'm convinced, but we're also, you and I both are in just a different place right now. I just think we don't have you know like I mean? a settling attitude. Spirit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm always, yeah. I think, I just think, I believe change is constant. And with me believing that change mm-hmm. is constant, I'll always feel like there's something I can do better. Um, I mean, I could find mm-hmm. a nigga as long as I could find a nigga that honors values and cherish me. I'm gonna settle on a nigga department. I could fuck the same nigga for the rest of my life and be good. But yeah. as far as like trying to do better and strive for greatness, that's a whole nother um aspect. To where it's like, yeah, I'm confident in my abilities, but I'm not convinced that this is just all for me and I'm done evolving, basically. Yeah, and that's why like I liked that the last question because it's like I love my life I love where I am right now but I'm never I don't think I'll ever be able to be like this is yeah. it this is life mm-hmm. you know yeah. so because there's always so much more you could be doing right mm-hmm. so that concludes our game good one I be jamming like I've never heard this song. I literally be like, mm, 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 I was mm. doing like all like the rerun dance. Yeah. I'll be bopping my head like a little kid in the backseat when they song come out. Like, hey, that's my shit. All right, so let's get to the bad chick of the week. Bad chick of the week is to me. This is my personal um opinion. Hey, so we got a lot of Caucasian female uh misfits. Welcome. We appreciate you guys. You know, y'all tell me I love the show. Yeah. Uh, don't feel bad about how I say I still don't like pink dicks. And um, that's just <laughs> my personal opinion. But thanks for listening to the show. So, Bad Chick of the Week is every black famous woman who decided to highlight another black woman. I thought that was amazing. Mm. Whether it was all the way to Beyonce I seen a couple all the way down to Rudy Huxtable when she was on the Cosby's, um, on a Cosby show. Sorry, I was like Cosby's. Uh, on the Cosby show, I seen Lisa Bonet. I seen even Cardi B. Um, and I thought that that was absolutely mm-hmm. amazing that we were able to use this holiday to have fun, but also highlight and uplift each other and let us know that we are seen and greatly appreciated and equally entertained. So that was my, um, bad chick of the week all right jill hit the with the sheets okay so everybody you know most of you guys know that i am in st louis uh this is where our show is that's where we from you know what i'm saying north side shay 
uh, Baiting Jill, Westside Jill. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you tell her we Baiting Jill. We <laughs> we have an affinity to report the St. Louis news. Okay. Okay. Now, no limit just came to St. Louis this past weekend. And, uh, say, oh, oh, no, no, more no. like more like nah. More oh. like nah. Um, the people really? weren't pleased. Okay. Okay, so I kept um, seeing it on Facebook, but I had no idea what the fuck was going on. So what the situation is, Master P Big Purse, he <laughs> I just feel like I don't feel like he's ran his course because I can't say that he's a great performer. Like I, I don't, I don't want to say that. Um, but Mia X and Mystical saved the day. And I guess my issue is with all these Danger. reunion tours. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was your shit. Okay. Um, you liked it. Uh, okay. So, the thing is, with all these reunion tours, like Jay Holiday just went online and spazzed out against B five and Ray J. When you talk to me, yeah, his time. First of bad. all, the last time I heard anything, well, way to go on your music. I'm very impressed. Suffocate um, when you're away from me. I, hey, hey, I know old people. No, I don't. Some of the shit I did miss was all right. I'll yeah, give you I was a like, go ahead. Thanks, though, friend. Because we're not gonna talk about B two K. We're we're just not. Um, well, we, we'll talk. We, you're not going to sing any of their songs. You don't know them. Good. Um, <laughs> I was in it thinking so hard, too. I was like, yep. fuck, which is one of them. I keep saying, yep. make them say, um, but that is not it. But, uh, something is uh, in the song. Better move uh-huh. singing in it. Uh-huh. But we should have yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yep. See? <laughs> came, yeah. came to me. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> Boo. So, <laughs> give me a tomato. Um, so the thing is, I just, I just want to know, like, do you think it's a male ego? Because all these men are like, you see the, the bad boy tour. I saw the documentary for that. That went off pretty good. You know, but Diddy um, be keeping I, his holes in check though. Diddy don't play yeah. no games on your motherfucking ass. I don't know if Diddy holds the check. I don't know what Diddy do, but you don't play no oh, Diddy games. definitely holds the check. He, he definitely no, won't give you your cut. Yeah, he don't play no <laughs> games on his his contracts. Be real motherfucking solid. I know these people don't really say too much about Diddy. Um, I do think in a sense that it, it wait. So what was wrong with the Master P concert? I'm sorry, I wanted to know that. It was. It's just the thing was it just wasn't organized and it wasn't rehearsed. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting from the people on the on the interwebs. Okay. That it just was very very unorganized and when you're um and i saw this guy orlando speak on it he's brought a lot of people to st louis and he was just like when you do a concert like everybody has to be the artist has to understand like you have to rehearse and you have to be on point because mm-hmm. you're getting people are paying paying their money for this yeah and but you not can't only just, that, you want to get a good enough show then because now we're in the age of social media to where it ain't just quiet no more to where people saw posters, they paid for these tickets and it was bad and it wasn't no way for us to tell other people. But now in the world of social media, we able to record and be like, this shit is trash or speak out and tweet on it or mm-hmm. do whatever. And now you fucking up the bag when you go to other cities later on in the tour because they like, well, shit, you fucked up in St. Louis. Why would I come when you come to Jacksonville or something like that? So, yeah. um... I do in a sense think it's an ego thing. Like when they throw them together sometimes, 
I don't I don't like when it's a reunion desperation tour. Like if it's something that we were mm-hmm. asking for, like Destiny's Child. I'm just, I mean, I know B out here killing it and shit on our own, but I do like all three of them together. But that's something that we all yeah. want, you know? Now mm-hmm. it's like whoever the B5 people are or Jay Holiday, I don't have to have them. Like he's on Spotify and title, like I can't breathe. Yeah. So I don't really need you to be yeah. on tour. And he didn't really have that many tracks for me to be like, yay, I really need to see him again. So um, yeah. immature makes And those type of people, they tour like all the time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He could have like, went on tour with Johnny Gill. You know, like whenever he came exactly. around again, like and I don't think they had to make it a big deal. But um, I think if you do come back, you need to come hard because one, you're older. Um, we want to see you give the show that you gave us before. And if mm-hmm. you can't, you need to be able to bring some other type of element to it to where we can still enjoy the show. Because now you, you're running the chance of fucking up your legacy by putting out this horrible mm-hmm. last show because you're trying to just get a coin when you could have just waited or, or left it at that and possibly start selling some pies and shit if you know you couldn't tour and sing no more. Yeah, because they were like, he was talking, trying to be motivational. And they like, nigga, shut up before we shoot you type shit. Like, yeah, we don't care about that shit. Right, because he known for that now. But the people that's come to see you want to mm. hear you sing, um, nah, 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 nah. Like, that's what, yeah. that's what they looking for. Ain't nobody looking for that shit. Like, danger. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's all you want to see. Let's, let's get on clear. the floor. Um, <laughs> My auntie used to love that song. <laughs> that's what I know. <laughs> Bruh. And Robert, girl, that and was, the way that, that you was saying. shit, bro. I remember my auntie pulled up in the um what's the name of that car? Is it a Corsicana? A Corsica? Corsica. Is it a Corsica? That's yeah. a little uh car. It was a weird shaped car. Yes, nigga, that old ass car. Girl, she had that sucker danger mystical playing so loud. Y'all know I'm from the north side, but don't talk about my motherfucking auntie either, you bastards. But um, she had it banging <laughs> so loud that the whole car was like shaking and she jumped out and was like dancing a mystical machine. <laughs> I was like, Woo child, the ghetto. But it was fun. It was fun. I remember that song because of her. <laughs> Man. But yeah, like I just I just was really like, I wanted to go, but the comedy club comes first. And and then fucking, uh, what's his name? Marlon Wayans canceled. So it was like, I could have went, but I'm so glad I didn't waste my money. Because I because saw I been pissed. the stuff about how much the tickets were. I saw that it was sold out. Then people was on Facebook asking like, do anybody else have a, um have any tickets? And then I saw mm. like, People were saying the nosebleeds were like $200 or something. So, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I just feel like, like you said, I wouldn't mind a cash money tour. But this is the thing with that. Wait, I feel like hold I've on. seen them. Juvenile wasn't there? Juvenile is not on cash, not a No Limit Soldier. Shit, I don't know the fucking difference. Okay, Nigga. so hold on, Master P. Okay, I get it. Okay, okay, okay. Cash Money is like Lil Wayne, um, Juvenile, Birdman, Manny Fresh now, right? Yep. yep. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep. So what's the Tur- correlation between them? Nothing? They both from New Orleans, but Master P came out like, he came out publicly before them. And so when they came out- Oh, so out, they was never all cool or nothing? Mm-mm. 
So remember, like Lil Wayne said, we ain't in no suits because we ain't trying to be presidents. He was talking about Master P and them girl. Mm. Mm. Oh, she didn't know that. Damn, I was doing good this episode too. Yeah. Damn. Fucked Jay up Holiday the church's song? money. Yeah, you was you was on it. But yeah, oh, well. I just I like I just don't I don't like when people go on tour then because St. Louis always get a bad rap. People don't come here. But you're not finna give us no bullshit. Right. And I really feel like that's what he was trying to pull. You finna give us some bullshit. I ain't going for it. I'm not going. Mm-mm. Nope. Trying to and they booed like his that. ass too, girl. So what, okay, so I kept seeing that and I was like, well, who got booed? Because some of the people that I saw look like they was having a really good time. Man, they probably was kicking it, like singing the songs by themselves, but they wasn't happy singing that shit. Like, he wasn't singing it. They were singing it. Because he wasn't even like saying the words. Yep. Yep. Suka Shaka was there? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He still looked fine. I, shit, Eyebrow I wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, nigga. Anyway, are you done with your? <laughs> yeah, but no, I just feel like um, if you're gonna be doing these reunion tours, like also, and what I was gonna say also about the B five thing, the immature tour, Ray J backed out. He's not doing it no more, and it's just like everybody got to be on the same page. Like everybody can make a lot of money with the with this stuff, like you said, but if y'all not willing to put differences to the side you know just all this ego and all of this madness just just do it for the fans because that's ultimately who you need to be doing it for in the first place like if you doing this because you need to check you should have been torn anyway Mm -hmm. period so sitting right along with um d'angelo and uh, johnny gill gonna make you a little coin right played yourself Right. All so, right. Uh, what you got this week, man? Okay, one thing I got a misfit moment for y'all, real quick though. This is what I do want to say to y'all: male misfits, be open and be honest about um your situations, and communicate mm. when it comes to like your financial standards, um limits, um issues and stuff like that. I'm not saying you got to get people to run down to your money, but if you can't afford to take a bitch on a date, you should not be able to afford to ask her to fuck you. Um, don't Whoa. volunteer and say that you want to get somebody a birthday present if you can't afford the birthday present that they choose. Or if you are going to ask them if, about their birthday present, let them know what's affordable within your means. So also don't accept gifts and stuff from people if you know you can't treat them the same way that they treat you. Who out here being a brokey? So a brokey user and women, like if you see that that's happening, y'all have to speak up and say something because these niggas just think you supposed to do anything and everything for them to be around. And that's not going to work. So cut these niggas, let them know, but niggas be honest and communicate uh, your limits. So anyway, let's get to the topic. Mm-hmm. I posted on the Facebook page. Okay. So shout out to the Facebook listeners. That's okay. Um, yes. Y'all out here getting it. Instagram listeners, they kind of beating y'all ass right now. Um, but Facebook, the other day I posted whether or not um, I asked the ladies if they would date a single dad. Would you date a single dad, Jill Veal? Mm, like, nah. Um, and I only say no right now because, damn. Okay, I'm going to backtrack. 
So I've dated a single dad before when I was not, when I didn't have kids. And it was very admirable, admirable, but he also, they had days, like it was very, very organized. If I dated a dad no, and no, I no, told no. Facebook. No, no, no. Single dad. Ain't no co Oh, ain't like no he has 100% parenting. custody. Yeah, yeah. Um, he it would have to be like, he would, he would have to, it, it would have to be on him to make time for me. It's like, would because, you, would you date you? Cause you're a single parent, right? Would you date you? Not right now because <laughs> I'm not. And that's why I said what I said, because I'm not really trying to give any effort. And when you're dating a single parent, it takes effort on both parts. Mm -hmm. Like I have to want to send my child away or if my child is with his dad or he's with my mom or whatever, mm -hmm. I have to make time. And the best, the biggest thing, communication and time. Mm. And I'm not in a place right now where I feel like dealing with that. And most of the men that I date aren't single parents. Like they, they're older, so they have children, but they kids grown, mm -hmm. like older. You know what I mean? So, and I don't have that luxury of leaving my kid at the crib and, you know, stuff like that if we were to hang out. So I just, I don't think so. Because it, it just takes too much right now. And I'm not I'm not willing to give that. I did say I would date a deadbeat. And the only reason why I say that is because them niggas' lives be lit. They ain't never got their kid. So, I was shocked at a lot of the responses um, that we had. And I guess I was more so shocked behind the reasons of a single dad. And it kind of saddened me because it was kind of like... It's okay when the woman is like the sole provider for a child, but it was like mm -hmm. us as women were not like, we didn't want the man to have the same restraint that women have every day. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh shit, like, are we really feeling like this? So to me, I definitely would date a single dad. And I, I think that that's very attractive for the simple fact that when I turned into a deadbeat and leave that nigga, I know he's still capable of raising my child. Y'all didn't think it was going that way, did y'all? Bingo. Y'all didn't think it was going to go that way. <laughs> so, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, I just, I would admire that a person is there and understand the sacrifice and respect the sacrifice that women make every day when they, when they embark on the journey of being a parent, knowing it's a possibility that a nigga could walk away and you would be there for yourself. And in that case, a woman walked away from him. So now he will fully understand what it means to be a parent and what position he could be putting a person in if he decided to leave and no longer be a parent. So I definitely would. I think that makes, um men better parents and I also believe any child it doesn't matter single parent other parent whatever single dad single mother mm -hmm. everybody needs the both male and feminine energy um from their parent from two people mm -hmm. I, however you set it up two women two you need that balance in life somebody got to bring some type of energy to your your kid and have that balance of the love of two parents and and that's just the dynamics of one person feel this way one person feel that way and the balance of your child is what i believe that they should have so um i'm all for it i'm definitely for it um and then ain't no ain't I mean, no child support leaving the house either so that's a whole nother like because my thing is yeah. i'd rather take a single dad than a nigga who pay a lot of money in child support so yeah, but see, Let's the thing is, like, fuck it. I feel like, 
I would never want to, I would never want somebody to take their kid, like, unless it's, you know, circumstances where they have to be away from their mom. Um, it's an unsafe environment, you know, that type of situation. Then yeah. But it's like, we can just come to, cause like I was talking about the, the one guy, they didn't, he didn't pay child support because he had joint custody and the mom also had, and their situation was a little different because the mom, she had, um, what she, she had another, she had like two more kids after when they got divorced. So it was kind of like it, it, everything went in his favor because she had her own situation going on and it was easy for easier for him to fight and say, look, this lady got a whole nother life. You know, I got one kid. She has, at that point, she had four. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason for me to even be trying to provide a life for her and these other children when I only have one child in the house. So it was just easier for him to do that. But as far as the child support thing, yeah. In an ideal world, I would not want my significant other to have to be coming out of so much money. But just get you an old nigga. That kids be old. And they ain't got child support. So sometimes. No. I was okay. like, sometimes. I feel like you take care of kids forever. <laughs> I don't think you ever get to really stop. Yeah. Like I just don't until they have to take care of you. But even then they don't be ready. But um, but yeah, I just don't like the idea of like one parent over another. Cause it was just like, why I, I saw a lot of people ask mm-hmm. like, why, why they not with the mom? What's going on with that? And I don't think that that should matter. You know, like if, or if you are in a situation, that only one parent can give you love. I rather that one parent give you love and made the best person that loves you win. you know, like it doesn't matter the situation between one or the other. Cause like they said, toxic mothers do fucking exist. Like they do. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of them out, but of that, also, out there. I, I think my question would be, I can see why people ask that because sometimes it's temporary. Like if it's a permanent thing, cause like my sister, one of my sisters was raised by my dad. Yeah. And if y'all know anything about my daddy, it was a have to situation because he wasn't fit to really take care of her, you know? So it was like, he had to step in and take care of her. So it's like, in this day and age, I always wonder, is it going, is it temporary or is it one of those situations where she's just here right now, you know, or this child is just here right now. Is this child going to go back into the home? Because that opens up another, that kind of opens up that child support conversation. Because if the child, if the parent, if the other parent, if the mom, since we're both women, if the mom wanted the child back, now we have to think, okay, she got her shit together. She wants the child back. And then it's kind of like a legal thing. Now we're putting this child in the middle of some shit that they weren't used to at first. They they were used to living with you. I'm not and even your... like, I think you think you're too deep in the situation. I'm just but that, But that's what I'm like, saying. Like, that's, that's just like you, you will always be RJ's primary care, caregiver. Same thing goes with this man. You know what I mean? Like it was just this what this is really what reminds me that was on the post because it was so much like it's an anomaly when you do see a single dad, you know? And I was just yeah. like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. Like, are we looking at them like they can't raise kids on their own? And if we are, 
what what are we saying? Like, are we saying that men are not capable, just as capable and equally able to raising kids as mothers? Are we saying that we yeah. don't? And then, but then it's like, why? Because if that's the case, then we always say we want to be a single mother if we don't value them in the home as a parent. Yeah, like I'm just being a jerk. But like, no, I really feel like I was talking to a friend of mine. It wasn't you. It was somebody. But we were talking and they were like, yeah, because they were talking about my granddad's like Papa. Like when he watched the kids, I'm like, we don't let him watch the kids. And they were like, what? I was like, yeah, no. Like that's just like him, my uncle. And especially like around the time, uh, uh, three babies lost their lives in a house fire because the mother left them unattended in the house. We don't know if that was the reason why the fire happened, but it was a fire. No one was in the home and three babies lost their lives. And so this guy was like, how old were you when you were left in the house? I'm like, I was five. My mom, like for whatever reason, my uncle who's 14 years older was Mm. watching me. And he went, he was like, Hey, I went, he went outside to go do something that was his business. And he said he was going to be right back. He went outside and he took a little bit too long and I called the police (laughs) and he was so mad. And I'm not going to go into much details, but you can imagine why he was upset when I called the police because he literally was just going outside for a quick minute to talk to his friend and he was pissed and I'm just like well I thought you was gone like I didn't know and I'm not supposed to be here by myself you know so it's just one of those things where like we have this it's always like a joke you know like men can't raise kids the way that women can but we also have to remember that we had kids by these people and they love these little babies just as much as we do. So if that part, and like, I know that my, like I said, my dad probably wasn't at that time, wasn't the best child, the best for my sister, but he had to be better than what her Mm. mother was, you know? And so it's, it's, it's one of those things where we have to, I know, I know you're saying we're thinking too deep into it, but it's just like, it's so many different situations that can happen where, yeah, you sign up for something and then it totally is something else in a couple months or things change. And it's like, I'm like my sister, her mom ended up getting better and she didn't want to That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why it's just like, it's crazy to me because we make it seem like, only women can do it. And I'm not putting down mothers because I don't think mm-hmm. nothing is wrong with a mother's love. But we also do have to understand that a mother loves can be toxic. Like women aren't perfect either. And that's why I feel like it should be the balance mm-hmm. amongst parents. And I hate that we do. I wish everybody could co-parent accordingly. I wish they could. Like everybody equally mm-hmm. give their love to their child so their child can feel the love from both ends. But at the same time, I feel like we downplay the father sometime and that shit's not fair. And I feel like mothers don't do everything right. Fathers won't do everything right. But shit, we got to give them a chance to fucking step up. That's why I literally be like, your commitment to me should be raising yeah. this fucking child. Like, fuck all of this. Let's get married to get a ring. No, we're going to commit to co-parent and raise this motherfucking baby. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And I also feel like because of my, um, I really, really had to reiterate that 
this child is both of ours. Like, and I have to tell, like, RJ's dad, he's so dumb sometimes. And, like, whoever listened and know him, he know I call him dumb, so you can run and tell that. But he be so dumb sometimes because I be like, dude, like, we were together. Like, he knows you. He heard your voice. Like, we were in a whole-ass relationship. It's not like I got pregnant by some guy that I was just fucking, like, Shatara can tell y'all we were together, like living together. Like we were, you know, he knows who you are. So he has a connection to you that now that he's getting older, he doesn't understand like his psyche. And you've dealt with psychology. Like he doesn't get that yet. Like he doesn't understand like what my parents don't live together. He knows like this is mommy's house and he knows daddy's house, but I'm sure in his little head, he remembers being, I mean, he probably doesn't have a great memory, but dude, like when, when he was being created inside of my stomach, it just wasn't, it wasn't you not around all the time, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's one thing that I have to kind of get him to understand is you're just as much of his parent as I am. You are around, you were around him just as much as I was. I was just holding him. You know, we went half on this motherfucking baby nigga. Exactly. And he, he's very like, he loves his dad. Okay. And I'm just like, that's one thing. And I feel like that with girls too. That's just not with, you know, not with just little boys. He loves his dad. And it's like, you have to understand that when he's not around you or when you guys don't. And I think men like, men don't understand that dynamic. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, he might be all up in my grill all the damn time, but he, you know, he knows Mm -hmm. you and you can't just downplay that. And I think that men are, I've read a lot of articles about it because, you know, you know, I was like, nigga, we got to figure this Mm -hmm. out. But men, their confidence, because we, you know, we don't talk about paternal instinct. What do we always say? Oh, it's the maternal instinct. Mm-hmm. They they think they they think that we just figure it out and we got it. Where it's like, eh, some days I don't know what I'm doing either. But you and know, that's my thing is like, are you reinforcing it? Because I remember I was dating this guy, and he was saying how basically they had a baby and they weren't together, right? So it literally mm-hmm. was like, um, she got pregnant. She her living situation went south. She ended up moving to him the last three months of her pregnancy and ended up having a child. They tried to do the whole family thing. It didn't work. So if she like, when the baby was like a month, she went ahead and moved back with her mom. She had her shit going on. So whenever he would try to get the baby, she was more so like, you can't do this. You can't do this. You don't know how to do this. You don't know how to do that. And I didn't understand it. Cause mm-hmm. my thing is motherfucker, I'm going to get you in here. I'm going to show you exactly what I do. I'm show you the same thing. If you feel like you can't do it, you can't Google it, whatever. I'm going to show you exactly what the fuck I do. And then you're going to mimic it. Like you're going to go to your house and you're going to figure this shit Mm -hmm. out just the same way that I had to. Instead of making it seem like we know everything. Like I get the maternal instinct of being like, you want to protect your baby, protect your child. But I feel like he has the same thing, you know? And it's just like. Yeah, because it's your kid. Right. Yeah, and that's what I have to tell him. And it's like, if we continue to knock that down and not make these men feel empowered like they can do it or put them in a position to where they got to figure the shit the fuck out. Then they always going to be that person to step back. I'm more with that. Cause I'm like, just figure it the fuck out. Like, cause that that's my thing. Like 
I I still get fresh. Like, you know, with a child, every every other day is a new lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, once we master this, then it's something else we got to figure mm-hmm. out. And it's like, I'm constantly telling him, like, you can figure it out. Like, RJ has this thing where he's like, no, or he's two. He doesn't want to do certain shit. You're his dad. Smack him up if you need to. <laughs> like, you know, figure it out. Like, don't call this man used to call me i'm bartending this man used to call me like rj don't want to go to bed i don't give a fuck <laughs> like i don't care he's not with like, me and, like and the thing is like if it was RJ, like <laughs> exactly like y'all need to figure this shit out and rj in the back no like giving this man hell and i'm like i'm not don't you want to talk to him talk to him about what i'm at work i don't care like <laughs> you can never get any sleep I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. You got it. You got like, it, brother. There's just one night out a week for me. Right. Because cause guess what? I'm going home and I'm going to bed. So you better figure it out. And I'm not picking him up. I'm not. No, you're going to figure it out. All right. Yeah. Fuck off my phone. I'm busy. <laughs> like, no, we're, we're I'm not going to do that. And we had to have so many come to Jesus moments about him trying to figure out why RJ is losing his damn mind. And he'd be like, oh, he's just tired. Or, you know, now he try to act like he know what's wrong with him. You don't know. But okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, and, and a part of that empowering, empowering him is letting him know, like, yeah, that's it. You know, like, yep, that's what's wrong with him. You know, even when it ain't, you know. But it's just like, you have they have to figure it out. And that's why I'm so adamant on him being over there as much as possible or you know if you're gonna be a single dad make sure that you know you're letting other people you need your you need your me time Mm -hmm. too you don't need to just always be raising this kid because um i was watching this dating show um on own owned by oprah winfrey black woman and she the guy was saying like he raised his son and he's in his like early Mm. 50s and he's like that was his whole life you know and I'm just like that could like it's so many women like that but you gotta think like it's men that date and don't want women around their kid you know they don't want the women to be confused they might have brought somebody around her and she was attached because she doesn't have a mom so any woman that's around you know she's gonna want to be around her and it's just so many different variables so where men end up in the same situations as, as women. I told you about that same uncle who left me in the house. Fast track, a couple years later, he had a kid. And he's raising my cousin by himself. And he just, one day he was like, man, I'm just so, he just has so much more appreciation for single moms because everything that he does he has to make sure that he has this or school, you know, and my cousin has graduated since then, but he's just like school time come around. I got to shop for school clothes. Like, and my uncle wasn't a deadbeat. He was just not as involved because he Mm -hmm. was the father. The mom always took care of it, you know? And it's just, it was just a weird dynamic to me. Cause it's like, even when he was, he, he was dating a woman and, you know, he was like, well, some days he wouldn't want her to come over because it'll just, you know, he's just like, well, I just want to be me and Cam, you know, like, I don't want her always over and stuff. I don't want Cam thinking like, 
you know, I don't, I don't have enough time for them. Literally, they be sitting in the house not doing shit. But, you know, like, you just don't want your kid to feel like, you know, you, you don't you don't want to spend that time with them. So it's just, it's a lot. And like I said, I ain't got time. I don't feel like that shit. More power to y'all. Yeah. I, don't feel I like just want them to recognize that it's literally the same. Um, I hate that we look at it like it's so big when it's a father, but single parent, single parent, work on co-parenting. So this is the next one scenario that I got off the internet, which was kind of crazy to me. Um, it says <laughs> I'm taking my boyfriend and our kids on a family vacation. He feels like I'm wrong for not including his kid. I told him that he or his baby mama can pay for their kid if they want her to go. I feel like that's not my kid, so it's not my responsibility. Am I wrong? I feel like you're wrong if it's a family vacation. I mean, I do agree that he should probably pay for his kid, but I kind of feel like why would you not invite? You know what I'm saying? Like all the kids know each other and they all deal with each other it didn't, say, it didn't it didn't say she didn't invite like oh no she just said that she's taking her she's taking them but he feels like i'm guessing he feels like she should pay for his kid to come hell no and she told him that if you know if they want if he wants her to come then they need the him or his baby mama can pay for her to go yeah oh no she's not wrong yeah that's how i feel I, and then they not married like that's yeah. my thing if we were married but y'all just shacking up like until you make it official that I'm like something in her life and I have an actual title other than girlfriend or second baby mama. I don't think that she should be doing all of that. I'm sorry. No, like not at all. And I really feel like he kind of bold for even feeling away about it. Like, sir, yep. yo, this your kid. Like that ain't in the, in like you said, that y'all don't really have any ties. Like, yep. no, hell no. And how dare you for being mad at me because I don't want to pay, you know, pay for your kid. And the thing is, like, motherfucker, be grateful she taking your ass on a motherfucking uh, trip because right. I don't know if I would pay for that and we just boyfriend and girlfriend. We could split it. Right. But uh, I don't know if I would be all in it with the shits like oh yeah let's let me spend my money on all of this i don't know well do you feel like as as somebody that's been with people with children how do you feel about that like say you know you go on your your yearly trip with your family so Mm -hmm. say you dated what's the time limit for you like if you dated somebody for two years you met their kid after a year would you invite them to your yearly family trip at some point. I'm not inviting any like you're not my family if we're not married. Okay. I don't yeah. see a reason like us not being married that we should be. Now if he asked like if he wanted a trip to where me and him went and we brought his kids, that's fine, but to be included on my family trip, no. Okay. He he would never no. That's me and him would go on trips and stuff like that, but he's not my husband. Like there's no reason you need to come on my family trips and my niece is not finna see me with some nigga and we just coming on the trips with his kid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause if you're not my official. husband, that mean like you, what happens with me? You're not together. Then I date somebody else with kids. Cause with that age to where it's hard to escape niggas having kids. Yeah. So it's like, now I got another nigga that came on a trip with some kids and that my niece is going to be looking at me like, 
So these niggas just get to come on trips with nah, hell no. Nah. Mm-hmm. He could come if he paying for everything, then yeah. Like you're more than welcome. Cover my expenses and the kids that I pay for, then yeah, he's come on with it. Why not? But just to be like on my family trip, no, nah, it's a no. That ain't even the, the vibe I'm trying to give my nieces, so no. Yeah. Not not at all, bro. Not at all. All right, so then we already did an hour. So my right. class is in session. Is from Humble the Poet, of course, because he's amazing. He got a new book out too. I forgot the name of it, but go check it out. Um, Your goal is simple. Be the best version of yourself. Everyone else or everything else is just noise. So focus on you. All right. So um, question of the week. Mm. You can email us your question, DM us your questions. We're on Twitter, on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Now, let me tell y'all something. If y'all asking to be okay, first off, we pick who come on the show. Do not listen to what I'm saying to you guys. Do not get on the show and send fifty thousand videos of yourself on other people's shows and tell us you want to be a guest on the show. That's going to get you blocked. Don't do that. We will come for you if we want you to be on the show. Relax. So Mm -hmm. make sure you send your questions to axabadchickmisfit at gmail dot com. Send it to our DMs, whatever questions that you have. So question of the week. It is a from Des out of Gulf, Gulf, Gulf Shores, Alabama. So you are there on the coast living life, sis. Okay, okay Des. Um, it's, I thought it was D's at first. I was like, D's nuts. But um, it says, <laughs> what's up, Miss Pinks? I love y'all friendship. Um, y'all are the black girls, yin and yang. Okay. All right. So I like it. No, that was some freaky shit, but okay. Um, so I want to know what are some toxic friendship qualities you would not tolerate? Mm, I don't tolerate mm-hmm. jealousy or like trying to be in competition. I don't like it. Um, I don't like lies, um, pettiness, and um, hmm. Yeah, I don't like a liar. I don't like a liar. And I really feel like I'm nobody for you to lie to either. Like, I think that's real. Because if you'll lie to me and I'm just your friend, like, you'll lie about serious shit, you know? Yeah. And then I just feel like I don't like sneaky shit either. And you know what? Mm -hmm. Another thing is, though, too, for real, I don't like thieves or, like, criminals. I can't be friends with them because I think eventually I'm going to be a victim of them being a criminal. Whether being associated with them and somebody trying to get them back for some of the shit that they was doing, or eventually they steal from me just like they steal from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I hate, I just have a problem with liars and thieves. It really, really bothers. Criminals have no boundaries. That's one thing that I've learned. Like, yeah, that's what bothers me. Like, I don't like this shit. I don't like people who don't have good, like balanced morals either. Mm-hmm. Like, I, cause I just feel like if you don't have a, like, a boundary or a standard set for yourself, then you're dangerous and you'll do anything. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've cut people off for shit like that. Cause I feel like when you have no limit, you're just a dangerous person and I just don't mm-hmm. fuck with people like that. So I guess those um, are my toxic traits, bro. Yeah. Black girl, you can gain. Yeah. I feel like, um, we talk about this often, but I feel like, I I really appreciate when you guys call us your friends or you guys say we're your favorite people because, excuse me, it's so many. I know like we're in this, you know, 
black girl rock, you know, black girl magic mind space. But it's still so many women that aren't empowering other women. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like you have to be in a certain demographic for them to acknowledge you. And I just want everybody to feel like this is a safe place for them. Like you might not look a certain way. You might not feel like the confidence test that we took. You might not feel as confident as you are, but just know that you'll get there eventually. You know, right. and you don't have to be a certain kind of woman to be in a certain kind of circle. Like you're always going to be acknowledged with the misfits, you know? Yep. So we're here. We're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that's all that I have on there. One thing I did want to point out, I saw this the other day. This is past the question, but I did see this on the internet the other day, and I'd just be wondering, like, who the fuck makes this shit up? It says a woman who doesn't know how to, these are what you should know how to do, set a dinner table, cook a full course meal, keep a clean house, doesn't like kids or animals. Doesn't know how to sew, doesn't know how to socially entertain, isn't marriage material. Mm-hmm. And I'll, and that was from a, another woman who put this on the internet. And it was so many women who were saying that they agreed. Mm. It's, it's funny how a woman can set what marriage material is when she's not the person that's marrying this other woman, which she's putting these societal standards on. Bingo. Because it's funny to me is, bitch, you can hire a maid to cook, to set the dinner table, cook a full dinner, clean the house. Um, she can also know how to sew. You can have a party planner who can socially entertain. And motherfucker, you could hire a damn dog walker for kids or a nanny for kids and animals. So anything can be accomplished for the right price. Because my thing is, if they need to be able to set a dinner table, cook a full course meal, uh, socially entertained, that means that you have some type of statue to you. And um, you, you have enough money to hire somebody to be able to do that shit. So my point is, women... Stop projecting that crazy shit onto other women and let them be free. Ain't no standards in marriage. Ain't no rules. Ain't no regulations. Just do what the fuck you want to do with your partner. As long as it works for you and them, what y'all eat won't make them shit. Stop putting that shit on the internet. It's annoying. And bitch, you probably ain't got no motherfucking man anyway. At all. Nigga be like, you gonna suck my dick? That's all the motherfuckers care about. Shit. Um, Sorry. be nice to him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They don't yeah. want a motherfucker to be nice to them. They don't care about that shit. Very true. Like, she's just nice to me. She lets me talk and ask me how my day is. All right. So, yeah. as always, thanks for listening to another episode of Bad Chick Misfit, the podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, YouTube, Stitcher, Player FM, SoundCloud, all of that good shit. Um, make sure you are rating, subscribing, and sharing. You can find us on Facebook at Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. Just look on Facebook and find us. We're there. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Bad Chick Misfit Podcast as well. You can find us on the Twitter. Jill? Twitter is Bad Chick Misfit. Okay. So, so. As always, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, oh, I got some good, like, oh, shit, I had a text message. Too, that somebody sent me that said how amazing we are. I read y'all text oh. messages, I read y'all DMs, I appreciate everything that y'all send us. 
because it keeps us pushing because some days I don't be wanting to record the podcast. But y'all be there for me. Uh, it says, your podcast has me hooked. It's really good. You're doing a great job. You and Jill mesh perfectly. So thanks oh, for the love. Thank we love you guys. You guys are amazing. Um, as always, thanks for listening to the Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. I am Shatara Shodan. I am Jill Ville. Bye. Bye.